0: The digital pollution, especially in a real estate agent's world, is one of the biggest productivity killers, time killers, time sucks that there is. Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses, in less time while creating the life you want welcome to the agent power huddle good morning everybody good morning hi, um, how are how's everybody doing today okay who is that all i see is keys from Lori park what's your first name uh Lori macaluso oh, laurie allen macaluso your energy is fantastic You know, it's funny, every time Agent Power Huddle starts, I always feel like it's a Monday morning, like, let's do this, you know, like, it's it's like Monday morning every day when I light it out of here. Well, let's absolutely do this. I love this. Today, we're going to talk about digital pollution, what it is, and how how in the world are we going to overcome this? Because I can tell you... The digital pollution, especially in a real estate agent's world, is one of the biggest productivity killers, time killers, time sucks that there is. And so I really it's an important subject that we should handle and talk about. And I, before I get going, I want to introduce my co-host. <laughs> Hi Hi, guys. Hi, How are you? Where are you? So I am in San Francisco Bay Area, Oakland, San Leandro to be exact. I am a real estate and mortgage broker, and super excited to go over this topic with Jen today. Um, this is something that is like a nemesis in my life that I've slowly overcome. So excited to share! Yes, so digital collusion is a huge nemesis in my life. I will freely admit that, and it's a subject that I'm sort of passionate about. So. I want to give a big thank you to Katrina. She's trying to get my brain organized on this um, by creating an outline. Now, Amber, I'm going to be able to follow it, but I'm going to do my best. Then we got this little, little pollution We're not talking about carbon emissions. We are literally talking about, you know, how, the emails that we get every day affect our life. How we manage that. Uh, and how and how we compare ourselves to others. Opening up social media. The rabbit holes that we fall into. That is what digital pollution truly is. And it really does take away from our ability to thrive in this business. Um, I mean... I also think the digital pollution affects our self-confidence as we compare ourselves to other agents um and um it just went blank no i have like 50 sheets of paper in front of me to go over and i think that's the problem instead of just talking um understanding the effects so as i've already said the cl- digital pollution is how we spend our days. We, What does every agent do? They jump on their email first, in, first thing in the morning. They probably jump on their email 20 times a day. And, and it just takes away your ability to produce. So the term digital pollution, I first heard it From a speaker called Melissa Gracias. I think it was on the previous slide. Yep. She, she was on the like home light, uh, home light podcast or something like that. And everything that she's done really resonated with myself and my business. So if you have time to look her up, uh, and listen to her time management podcast, it's really something that I think everybody should listen to. Um, have you ever heard that that term, what you focus on expands? Absolutely. So if you, if you get up in the morning and you go to the gym, what's going to happen over time? You're focusing on your body. You're focusing on your health. Over time, you are going to start looking better. You're going to start... Feeling them. But on the flip side of that, if you jump on to social media in the morning and you're focusing, which we have to do as agents, right? Because we have to be relevant. So what we, what we do in the morning, especially if you're doing, you know, your, your 10 video calls a day is you jump on to social media and you see what is happening in everybody's life, which is great. If you can time manage that, put it into a block. And write down what's happening on and Sally Sue's life, you know, and then send out your 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 daily video, right? But what happens is instead is that we see Sally Sue's video on her kid's softball championship, and we write that down, and then we see a reel, and we hit the reel, and the next thing you know, you're going down the rabbit hole, and we are. We've lost an hour, maybe two of productivity and you didn't get your video calls out. And then the next thing you know, is you saw, you know, this incredible TikTok agent and you love their stuff. And then your brain goes to, oh my gosh, this agent is so great with TikTok or this agent so great with YouTube. I need to implement that into my list list. And now you've lost focus on your Ten video calls a day, and you are two hours down the rabbit hole. Is that everybody agree? I mean, I know everybody's better. I do it. Um, oh, I'm to, yeah, I'm trying to get better at managing the time. Like, so that's basically what digital pollution is. It is l- quite literally. Um, the things that come into our life in our our modern day that really affect our our productivity. I've said this like a million times. So how to fight the distractions? Well, I want to say that fighting the distractions can be pretty hard, especially I think with real estate agents because a lot of us aren't necessarily disciplined right? I'm not wow. just talking about Jen. <laughs> <laughs> how many people, and I, I can't see the chat, but how many people have sticky notes and they write something down and they stick it on their computer or they stick it on the wall and well, I see Julie. Yes. How many of us have to-do lists and we get up in the morning and we write the to-do list and then how many of us have calendars Right, and then I guarantee that ninety percent of the agents on this call and that watch this in the future will tell you that they have all three or more. And so what happens is you're writing down your sticky notes, you're writing down your to-do list, and you're not on a schedule. So I'm going to give you a little piece of advice that i'm trying to implement to my business and that is let's put it all into one place and one place so let's yep and um, well, uh, because yep. Yep. what is physically in front of you is what your brain will focus on so if you have a sticky note and you jump onto your sticky note everything that's on that sticky note you are going to go completely into If you see a to-do list, everything on that, you're gonna go completely into, but if you don't have it time-blocked, you're not gonna get through your entire day. So, sticky notes, paper specs, what's on your calendar, let's try to get it all into one place. I mean, money-making activities, right? If you jump on and you you say, I need to go to social media, I need to do at least 10, I need to find 10 things to send video texts on, and you run down that rabbit hole, you could completely miss the CMA that you need to have done and printed so that you can go to a listing appointment tomorrow. So let's, let's try to pull our tasks into one system. The other thing that is really good is time management. So as, it, as you put it onto your calendar, remember there are things like, uh, how do you say that word, Katrina? The pomodoro. Pomodoro. Oh, the pomodoro technique. Yeah. So Can I? I have to share. Yeah. Yeah. So the pomodoro technique. I know a lot of us um, might have heard of like a, using a kitchen timer or their actual pomodoro timers. And let me back up for those who don't know what the pomodoro technique it is. So fast. It is a form of. It is a form of time blocking where a, pom- a full Pomodoro is two hours, but it is broken up into four 30 minute increments. And the way that that works, you work for 25 minutes, you take a break for five minutes, you work for 25, five, 25, five, 25, five. And so an actual Pomodoro timer will do that for you. You set it, it gives you, it, clots, it ticks down the time until that 25 minutes is over, and then you do a five minute and it gives you a reminder. What I do is Alexa, for those of you guys who have an Alexa device, I use an Alexa skill called Tomato Helper. And if you say, uh, Alexa, start Tomato Helper, it will say Pomodoro number one, beginning, and it'll tick down the 25 minutes. And then at 25, it'll stop. It'll say, take a five minute break. It is my lifesaver. It is how I was able to finally implement that and not have something else that I had to manually start. If I have to manually start it... I agree. Now, I did not know that you could do that. And uh, Alexa has suddenly become kind of a big deal in my life. I hear about Alexa just about every day from a very high producing person that is in my life that is constantly implementing Alexa into anyways, I digress. So, yes, yes. Um, let's talk about, uh, productivity tip. Let's talk about the biggest time stack, which is beyond social media. It's actually your email. I personally, between 8.30 last night and seven o'clock this morning when I actually, because I was running a little behind today, when I actually opened my email on one of my email accounts, just one. I had 157 emails from eight o'clock last night to seven o'clock this morning. Yep. <laughs> so I wanna add something to that. So I'm both a, like I said, real estate and mortgage broker. Majority of lenders I have 60 different lenders. They send me rate sheets and new programs and everything. In addition to all of my real estate email, So I, too, will wake up with like 150 to 300 emails every morning. When I first hired my first VA, I took a deep breath because I was so little embarrassed to admit this. I needed her to clean up 357,000 unopened emails Mm -hmm. from my email inbox there were all of that stuff it was the rate sheets it was the solicitation it was all of that stuff and i was like in here somewhere if i just do a select all and no subscribe i'm going to lose something i actually need yeah so i need you to actually go through and do this for me and so so the first few months i <laughs> see work for me that's what i'm doing but it also freed up my mind to no longer see it so and organize it so to your point it is very necessary to Unsubscribe from the unnecessary email using filters. On so on that note, I want to talk about again, not trying to build Rome in a day. If you wake up now, the highest amount of emails that I've ever had is at 26,000. But to be fair, that was my personal email account my team email account, my actual Jen at TSL's account, and um, and an old e- email that I had for my company or my business. So that uh, on that note, excuse me, try not to do it all in one day. Set aside 15 or 20 minutes To do this every day and don't try to get it down from 27,000 or 20,000 down to 500 in a day. Because again, money making activities, we have to focus on how to build our career and we have other things that we need to do. So that being said. The very first thing I want to talk about is filters. So as you go through your. Email and as you start to get new emails, if you're using Gmail and I think if you're using Outlet, uh, out, you know what I'm talking about? Outlook. Yeah. Outlook. Uh, at the top, there is generally right by the subject line a little thing that says unsubscribe. Hopefully you have that. And if you know it's something that you don't want, just immediately click it. Don't put it off till later. Do it now. Do it now. Right. Um Then, if you find yourself overwhelmed, go to the top and click filters, which is what Katrina was just talking about, and type in the word unsubscribe. When you type in the word unsubscribe, and then it's going to t- show you different ways to create filters, what I would do is I would initially, I would type the word unsubscribe, I would create a folder called unsubscribe, And then select them all and move them all from your inbox to the unsubscribed folder. And then click read all. That is immediately going to take out about 80% of all your junk. And it's going to put it into one folder that you can then hire someone to go through or you can go through and unsubscribe every morning and delete the problem that you're going to find is that with many 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 ad companies if you hit unsubscribe and it's you know unsubscribe from abcrealestate.com or those that sender I promise you that if they're a good ad company, they're gonna have abc dot net, they're gonna have abc realty dot realty, they're gonna have abc dot info, and they're just taking your name and your email because you unsubscribe and they're gonna put it into another. So it's gonna take months to actually get off their list. I, I it should be illegal, but whatever. Um, so that's one of the things I wanted to discuss and, you know, how you can manage your time. Jess, can I add to that? Yes. So what I do is exactly what you said, putting it all in one folder. And then Julie asked the question, what can you hire, hire a VA to do? Once you put it all in the folder, this will take, be more tedious. However, the faster way to get off them is for to go to the unsubscribe button at the bottom of the individual email, to go to their website, to unsubscribe from their website. That takes more time than not the highest use of your time. So That is what you can have. A very inexpensive VA, someone you're only paying like three, four bucks an hour. That's what they can go in there and do to possibly get off a little bit sooner. But that is not, do not, because I made the mistake of doing this during the pandemic and sitting at home and doing this. I should not have been spending my time doing that. So that is what you can have a VA do is to go in there and to manually from the unsubscribe at the bottom, not the one that's through Gmail or Outlook at the top. Another thing that we get, I, I don't know what everybody uses for contract, contract systems, but in Colorado, the majority of us use CTM contracts. We don't use DocuSign. Um, I think if you're up, I digress, but if you're up in Fort Collins, a lot of those agents use DocuSign, but with... The majority of the Denver area, we use Ctm contracts, and so the thing about Ctm contracts that drives me absolutely insane, especially running a team, is that every time somebody signs something, I get an email, and I don't, you know, personally, I don't just get it on my one email because I'm on just about every contract with my team members. I get, you know, my personal my personal team sales account. I get it on the team team account and before you know it i have you know two or three emails or every single signature from every single buyer every single seller every oh my goodness <laughs> go into your contract system and make sure that you're only getting the emails that are essential and if you have a contract system and maybe you're a team owner or maybe you're not, I mean, this probably doesn't apply to everybody, but make sure it's only going to one account instead of getting two or three. So I would say cut down on the non-essential contract emails and that's gonna take a lot of your time, I promise. I guarantee you that if you are doing real estate at all, you are getting a lot of unnecessary state emails or access emails, stuff like that. Sorry, I had to let somebody in. So oh, that's a great way to reduce the digital pollution in your email as yep. well. And add to your post closing, if it's yourself or if it's a uh, assistant, that, hey, once we make sure everything is in our transaction management system, whether that's SkySlow, whether it's whatever it is that you're using, making sure you have it, making sure that your closing file you have all downloaded into your Dropbox or Google Drive or wherever you have it, that you keep it for your record, go in and delete all of those emails because there's no reason to hold on to them anymore. The signature one, the one that you're talking about, Jen, um, that, yeah, we all get every single time that signature I like my TC Debbie is on this call. And so I love her to death because she'll be like, Katrina, do you have that? Like, um, I don't know. I'm the sorry. answer is no. <laughs> the answer is no. If I have a TC and she's saying, Hey, did you? No, I didn't. Does he handle it? Yeah, which she does. God bless her. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing that I that is really important that i i i think now you run your business the way you want to and if you're a lender this probably doesn't apply to you but as a real estate agent if you have notifications for your email like dinging every three seconds turn them off turn them off <laughs> yeah. turn them off yeah. make a schedule for your email there's yep. nothing in your email. There is not, I repeat, there's nothing in your email that cannot wait two hours. I'm sorry, there's there's not. Get up in the morning, check your email, put yourself on a plan, go back at just before lunch, check your email, clear it out at the end of the day or in the middle of the day. Whatever you want to do, but put yourself on a regimen to check your email instead of every time that thing rings you're going to be emailed because when you do that you're taking away from the other things that you need to be doing you take away from the call the CMA the you know you name it you're taking away from that because you just went down the rabbit hole of looking at an email that isn't going to make money so no and Jen to be honest I will admit, and I've heard other agents say this, and it doesn't matter if you're new or older, but and older as far as long and how long you've been in the business. But quite often the reason why you're going to check emails is FOMO, your, your, the fear of missing out because, oh, what if there's a lead there? What if there's a referral there? What if, and it's like that is because we don't have the systems in place to make sure that those leads are handled outside of our email inbox. And so that's what you want to do. I can tell you that if you have a lead system, that lead system is absolutely texting you first. Absolutely. It's texting you first. It is not sending an email first. It texts you first and then it sends you an email. So do not have FOMO when it comes to leads. And if they do text you, you have, by the way, this is completely off subject. If you get a t- lead text, you have about five seconds to grab that lead before you lose it. That's just me, you know, telling you the facts of life. So, heading I social media. Let's talk about social media because I think we covered email pretty well. Yep. As I said. One of the biggest things about social media is, and business, is we have to be relevant, right? We have to be in the now. If you aren't in the now, you're going to lose that. Uh, you're going to lose your past client because they're not seeing anymore. They're not, you know. And there's different ways to overcome that. You can do newsletters. You can do this. You can do that. And you know, if you're in our our organization, you know that video is a a big deal, and that we need to. See day in front of our clients. But you know, if you are doing, it doesn't even matter if you need to internet, you need to interact with your clients. And so one of my things that I do constantly is I take an hour in the morning and a couple hours right before bed, which is terrible, but I go through and I see what's happening in everybody's lives. This keeps me in the, in the now because I I comment and post on all my network referral partners' stuff. I comment on my clients' stuff. And that makes me or keeps me relevant in their lives. And we've already discussed this a little bit this morning. The problem with that is, A, if you're doing it too late at night, you're not sleeping. Uh, B, if you get out in the morning and you don't stick to a regimented schedule, you're going to go down the rabbit hole and see, I don't know anybody on this call who is not going to agree with me. If you start seeing someone else in the business doing something great, you're initially, or many of us are initially going to start comparing ourselves to them. Who Who has not done that? I'm super guilty of that. Um, there is an agent here in my area who I adore. Um, but I even called her and told her that I was super envious of what she, this brilliant idea she came up with for Black History Month. She has done a post every single day highlighting local small business owners that would, in our mutual network, every single day of highlighting their business. And I was like, why didn't I think? What's up? Brilliant. It's a brilliant idea, right? Brilliant idea. And, and I promise you that at some point in that thought pattern, you said to yourself, Next year, I'm gonna do that. And then you started writing down ideas and you started doing this and you started doing that, which is great, right? Yep. The problem is, is you didn't already have that on your schedule for the day yep. and you went down the you went down the the bubble. Oh, um, but more importantly, is self-confidence. So the one thing you need in this business more than anything else, more than a listing presentation, more than a contract system, more than a TC, more than anything is self-confidence. If you can walk into a room and own a room, you'll be fine. If you could walk into a client's house and just talk and have your full confidence about you, You're going to be fine. But when you start getting in your head and listening to, as Liz Brown says, your inner voice, mine's name is Sally, by the way. um, When you start listening to Sally, you're going to lose. So that is another piece of digital pollution that really affects our productivity and everything else so Jen I have two tips that I've worked on to help with this mm-hmm. one so we do our 10 video text messages in the morning um, or whatever video text we want to do in the morning I will the night before grab whatever the birthdays are for the next day and write those down to be able to then message them in the morning without actually going on to Facebook excellent so that's one thing that I do and then also any time I want to actually interact with anyone's actual posts, that has been time blocked to the afternoon. So interaction can be in the afternoon, but anything that I wanna do first thing in the morning that I wanna make it so that I can do it off of social media. Or if I can go just directly to Messenger and not get on actual Facebook, like you said, to get into the time suck. Um, the other thing is I want to have a post my own post first thing in the morning that's automated so videos that I need to upload myself I don't upload those until after 10 o'clock so I don't end up on social media first thing in the morning so anything that needs to be done early Mm -hmm. I automate it and then anything I have to do personally I do later on in the day Mm -hmm. so I don't know if that helps anybody I think that I think that helps everybody. I think just finding your rhythm and finding your schedule um, can really help combine I think digital. I think digital pollution is quite literally the worst thing that we have going on for us, not just in real estate, but in any career uh, currently. So, totally. Agree. I hope that I helped some of you today. Does anybody have any questions before we? go away I probably had five more pages to go over because it's actually a huge subject and you know it's kind of hard to put it into you know an outline and actually stay on track so I apologize if I lost of you there but does anybody have any questions does anybody need help with any of this Julie had a question in the chat also besides email um, what to do for your VA do a brain dump do a brain dump. Or look at all of your things, do make a list of all the things and look at what things you can delegate. And if you can group them, because you said you have two VAs, group them into one is more social media management is one is more admin, then try and see if you can do that. And that'll help you start to put together your VAs. If you're worried about how to train them, start creating Loom videos or screen recordings or Zoom, any of those type of things of your processes. And then you can use those videos to train them hope that helps. and I know that we're kind of running over time right now but if you have Trello like you can sign up for T-R-E-L-L-O if you have a Trello account or just go create a, a free one and then you can give access to that to your VA and I literally have a board and Trello that's right up. things we need to accomplish I have you know a policy and procedure book that we're building out so, and you can do videos in there. You can do pictures in there. You can just type in there, and your and your VA and everybody on your team can access that. And you can also give it to your team if you have a team, and if they have ideas, they can jump on that as well. So, Trello is a great program for putting things together, especially among just. And I actually did, I have a Facebook group. It's called Smarter Business with Katrina Carter. I actually did a training, I think it was last September. Um, all my recordings are in there. So if you guys want to join my group, I can, I did a recording on how to, or I did a training on how to create processes for your VA. So I can always tag you on the post once you've joined it, if you're interested in that, totally free. Now nothing, anything. But. All right. Next week, we will be back on Thursday, the 22nd. I hope that you join us again. And I hope you've had some value out of today's digital pollution discussion. And thank you very much for coming. Thank you, guys. See you next week.